Hi, and welcome to the podcast Filled with His Love. As I was studying the fourth chapters of Matthew and Luke, I was taken back to my childhood. For the first nine years of my life, I lived across the fence from Gordon B. Hinckley. I think I spent more time in their home during my early years than I spent in my own. Sister Hinckley was like a second mother to me. She always talked to me exactly the same way as she spoke to her own son, Clark, who was my best friend. One day, while in their home, Clark and I went into their study, a room that was constructed on what had once been a concrete patio. President Hinckley was the king of home improvements. You should have seen all the remodeling that he did while I lived next to him for nine years. He was always changing something, moving the kitchen from one place to another in the home, making a new bedroom in their garage, gluing new wallpaper to a newly built room. So here we were in their study, lots of built-in shelves filled with books that surrounded the room, more books than I had ever encountered inside anyone's home. I began scanning the shelves to see if there was a title that jumped out at me, and one of the books was called Not By Bread Alone by Bryant S. Hinckley. I couldn't believe it, actually. A book written by someone that I personally knew. Bryant S. Hinckley was Gordon B. Hinckley's father and lived just a few minutes' walk behind their home. My father had been Bryant S. Hinckley's home teaching companion, and my mother grew up very close to his farm. I called him Papa Hinckley because that's what my friend called him, obviously because Brian S. was Clark's grandfather, for and, and, you, and he always used the more familiar term, Papa. So Papa Hinckley, we always called him that. Every time we saw them, it seemed he would give me a dime and encourage me to put it in my mission fund. He was a kindly old gentleman with hair as white as President McKay's. So there I was, looking at his book on the shelf. I couldn't believe that I actually knew this author, that somebody who had written a book. I opened the cover and began reading. After a few minutes, I placed it back on the shelf where I had found it and felt a little better, a little lighter, a little more capable. I don't know why. The book just lifted me. I think because I knew the author personally. And I was probably only about 12 years old at the time. So while reading Luke 4 this morning, I saw the phrase that became the title of Brian S. Hinckley's book. Quote, And the devil said unto him, this is the scene where the adversary is tempting Jesus, And the devil said unto him, If thou be the Son of God, command this stone that it be made bread. And Jesus answered him, saying, It is written that man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word of God, end quote. Then I began to wonder, is that book still available after all these years? It was first published in 1955 and then reprinted again a few years later. So I went online and looked it up, and yes, it's still available, even after 68 years of being released. I got the ebook version and began to read. This is what I found in the introduction. At the very beginning, it says, the scripture, of course, thou shalt not live by bread alone. And then a quote by Gladstone, who was once a prime minister of England. 
Gladstone said, Man himself is the crowning wonder of creation, a study of his nature, the noblest study the world affords. Then these are the words of Bryant S. Hinckley. Thou shalt not live by bread alone is a divine command. Man cannot live without bread, but he has a higher hunger, a longing for better things, which sets him apart as the crowning wonder of creation. This places upon him the obligation of growing as long as he lives. To do this, he needs the stimulation that comes from great ideals, from a steadfast faith, and inspiration that comes from contact with high-powered souls. Hard work and high thinking are the price of most worthwhile accomplishments. The purpose of this book is to awaken and stimulate the forces that lead to happy and victorious living. The account in, fourth, in the fourth chapters of Matthew and Luke is a powerful explanation of what it means to resist the world, the constant urge to satisfy our physical needs and look to God for our sustenance our spiritual food. There is so much irony in these chapters. Jesus has a desire to prepare for his earthly ministry, so he goes into the wilderness in fasting and prayer. But then Satan appears and tempts him when he has fasted so long his strength must have been nearly depleted, and asks Jesus to turn this stone into bread so he can eat. But Jesus was stronger than Satan. His body may have been frail, but his spirit was strong. And that's when he said, Thou shalt not live by bread alone. Jesus was close to his Father in heaven spiritually, and it was that closeness that gave him the strength to ask Satan to depart. God's words lift and strengthen us. Bread satisfies our hunger for an hour or two, but God's words can lift us all day, every day, if we let them. Now back to the Hinckley study. When President Hinckley's father published his book, President Hinckley was 45 years old. He had not yet been called as a general authority and would not be sustained as president of the church for another 40 years. But he had grown up in a home where his parents knew the difference between the need to satisfy physical desires and the need to fill ourselves with the love of God. This morning I received an ad in the mail for a new credit card called Bread Cash Back. I wondered why they use the word bread. Well, it's pretty simple, actually. I looked up. Bread is slang for money, especially in British slang. So is the word dough. We always say, have you got a lot of dough, you know? And that's what you mix bread up with. So, so the card could have been called Money Cash Back Card. I think that's, that's precisely what is meant in the scriptures. To say we don't live by bread alone is to say that money is not enough. doesn't matter how much money you have, it will never be enough. Never. But God's word, God's love, is eternal. It will never disappear. All we need to do is seek it, accept it, ponder it, and live it. Now, I want to come back to Bryant S. Hinckley's inclusion of a quote by Gladstone, who was a former prime minister, as I mentioned, of England. This is the quote. Man himself is the crowning wonder of creation, a study of his nature, the noblest study the world affords. 
As God's children, we are the crowning wonder of creation. Not money, not any material good, and a study of the nature of God's children is the noblest study the world affords. That's why in this podcast we are constantly looking at how we think, how we feel, how we relate to each other, and how we attach ourselves to God. The more we can understand our own divine nature, the closer we will draw to our Maker, and the closer we will draw to each other. That is really the message, I think, of Brandis Hinckley's book, Not by Bread Alone, to focus on God's Word, to focus on being what God wants us to be, and letting the world pass by without taking us over. That's my hope for myself, and I hope it is for you as well. And we will see you again next time.